Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Video Game Lounge Podcast, the podcast not here for notes and news, but to talk games and drink brews. I am one of your hosts this episode, John. I am joined by the two men you know and love. He is the tiny Tina to my wonderland. That's Kevin. And he is the man who is on Team Aerith, but would still spend $700 on a Jacko Poe statue of Tifa. That's Andrew. How are we doing tonight, fellas? Good. I have been losing weight. Thank you for calling me Tiny Tina. And I would spend $700 on Tifa, so thank you for recognizing <laughs> that. <laughs> if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about as far as the Tifa statue goes, I'm not going to explain it. Just Google it and you'll be in the know. <laughs> Check the Twitter. We'll post it as the Twitter for today's episode. <laughs> Definitely get flagged on Twitter and or get community guideline for that. No, that's where I found it was on Twitter. Yeah, and is that original post still up? I doubt it. I doubt yeah. it's up. Yeah, from a very big streamer. He put it on his stream. Maybe we'll put it in the show de- uh, description. <laughs> Go to my Twitter. I'll post that shit. Anyway, gentlemen, how we doing tonight? Doing great, man. Got some drinks in me already. Ready to fucking record this episode. How about yourself, Andrew? Uh, dude, I am tired as shit. And I haven't been drinking. I'm just been a long weekend that hasn't even been a weekend yet you are old i am i feel it <laughs> i feel it in my old bones i feel it in my old bones speaking of getting old it's kevin's birthday weekend yeah boy hey and it is our birthday weekend more or less welcome to our one year anniversary episode gentlemen episode 25 we did it boys First off, let me just start here. Thank you to any of you who are listening to this, who have been listening since the beginning. Um, This is releasing on June 1st, the day that you're listening to this, which is when we launched this podcast. Holy shit, what a crazy freaking ride it's been over the last year. And and doing this, it's been some some ups, some downs, mostly ups, and just just quite a wild ride of not knowing what the hell to expect with this. And it's just been one of the funnest and absolutely most rewarding things um, that I have ever done personally. How do you guys feel after a year of doing this? I feel like I've come out of my shell a little. I haven't been as nervous. That's for sure. Like I, I was definitely very nervous going into this. I'm not even good at speaking regularly, let alone in a hour-long conversation with my two best friends especially without messing up which is very i'm very thankful that i can edit a lot of this out (laughs) how about you kev it's been fun man um you know i haven't had time to to stream on twitch like i used to i've been watching a shitload more of twitch uh mind you but i haven't been able to actually stream myself so being able to do this uh has been really awesome and it's been it's been really fun to open up to the audience again about something that we all fucking hold near and dear to our heart and just to 
make time in all of our busy schedules to hang out is it's been fucking great especially you know we started this covid was still fucking pretty prevalent so being able to to sit around and drink with you boys has been a lot of fun yeah covid was definitely running rampant at this time last year still still a lot of shit happening with that but all good we'll go ahead and transition now as you guys know how we do our first bit here as always, is what you're drinking. <laughs> Mr. Andrew, I'll pick on you first. What are you drinking there, brother? I figured for an, a ceremonious enough episode, we'll go back to a ceremonious enough drink. And I have a cider. Mm. A woodchuck amber Hell cider. yeah. Let's Hell go, baby. Yeah. Is it the red bottle? The red bottle. Nice. I figure we'll go back to old faithful. Nice. Dig it. Dude, now I'm craving a woodchuck. I haven't had one in a minute. Good pick, though. Good good, good pick stuff. for the one-year anniversary. Stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. How about you, Mr. Kevy? What are you drinking? Oh, fucking woo-woo. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> a woo-woo. <laughs> no, I'm not drinking a woo-woo. <laughs> no, I'm drinking a screwdriver tonight, boys. Nice. Very, very simple. Easy, something easy to make. I had I had some Jack and Cokes earlier. Is it a flathead or a Phillips? I don't, I'm not a mechanic. <laughs> I don't know. It's those Trihex ones. No, it's uh, very simple, easy to make. Uh, like I said, I had Jack and Cokes at dinner. So I just wanted to have nice. something very simple. For not not to say Jack and Cokes aren't simple, but I wanted a little bit more flavor, a little more fruity. So it's just two ounces of vodka and four to six ounces of uh orange fresh squeezed orange juice, mm. chilled. So nice. very, very tasty. How about yourself, John? You guys know it was hot as balls here today in Maryland. Yeah, it reached ninety. And I know to some of you who may be listening to that, you're like, Oh, ninety's not too bad. But here in Maryland, where the humidity is about 100 million percent <laughs> every day all the, all the every time day. with no rain yeah oh, don't forget the pollen yeah the the air quality here especially where i'm at in annapolis where i'm i'm surrounded by water pretty much like oh my god dude the pollen's insane anyway i digress so i was in the mood for like kind of a summery drink and one of my go-to's is an arnold palmer Half TF lemonade. So I'm actually drinking a drunken Arnold Palmer. My base is some peach tea, got some lemonade in there, and then I added a splash of vodka and some triple sec. And uh, there you go. That's also known as a John Daly, who is another sort of kind of famous golfer, but more because he was drunken, crazy madman on the golf course. <laughs> Fair enough. Did you guys ever see the actual Arnold Palmer ESPN commercial from like mm-hmm. 2005 or six? Do you guys know, so speaking to my two co-hosts, do you guys know who Arnold Palmer is? Famous Mm -hmm. golfer? He's the guy on the cans. He's the guy on the cans. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) He hates these cans. So he was on an episode of one of those ESPN, like this is Sports Center things, and it's like him in the ESPN cafeteria and then two of the former Sports Center anchors, Stuart Scott, he's now uh, passed away. And then Scott Van Pelt was the other guy, but like they actually watch Arnold Palmer make his drink, and then the camera like pans over to them, and they're like, 
Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> it's like a 16-second commercial. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. It's like one of the funniest commercials. Man, shout out to Sports Center. They had some great commercials in the mid-2000s, man. All right, questions for you guys. Sure. What is your preferred Arnold Palmer ratio? Are you going 50-50 tea lemonade? I feel like we had this discussion before when we were talking about the Chick-fil-A Sunjoys, as, as they're called now. We didn't, I don't think we had the ratio. Andrew had the ratio, and he was like, well, you got to tell him to do this and this, and then you can do this and this. Yeah. <laughs> it's about two-thirds tea, one-third lemonade. If you get it at Chick-fil-A, go for the sweet tea and the diet lemonade, because regular lemonade and sweet tea would be too sweet. No, no. See, dude, give me the cavities. It's half. Hey, that was actually that was actually a recommendation from one of the Chick Fil A employees. They don't know anything. They know more than you. They're surrounded by it. I think it depends on how tart the lemonade is. Sure, I want to be able to taste both. Yes. So if it's a sweeter lemonade, then I want more lemonade to get some more of that tart. Well, you can't get more tart than diet lemonade. Yes, you can. Just fucking straight up lemon. Just throw it Regular in my face. lemonade. <laughs> no, just not even lemonade, just a lemon. Just throw it in my face. Yeah. Just a just a peel. <laughs> I would say probably like sixty tea, forty lemonade. Depending on the lemonade. It all depends on the lemonade. So Andrew's at like seventy thirty. Kevin's sixty forty. I'm staying right in the middle, fifty fifty. Sweet tea, sour ass lemonade, mix them together. There you go. That's our ratios. All right. Enough of that. Let's move on to what you're playing. You just got pwned, 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 pwned. You just got Mr. Kevy, I will pick on you first. What have you been playing for this glorious one-year anniversary episode? Man, I'll be honest. I'm going to say not a lot. <laughs> because it wasn't a lot. My wife went back to work, so I'm finally watching. Like I'm, I'm full time stay at home bed dad now. And this was the first four day stretch, and it was like the rough one because my wife works seven p.m. to seven a.m. So she would sleep from like eight a.m. till five p. I'm, yeah, five p.m. And then she would get ready for work, and then she would go to work. So I had her for like four 24-hour stints, like, straight. Mm. So I didn't get to do too much. I still found some time. So the first thing I played was a very something simple I could just play with one hand was Wheel of Fortune. And I talked about this on the previous episode. Uh, I was like, you know, it's a a fun family game to play because I have, like, I have Jeopardy, I have Wheel of Fortune, I have Life and all that. And I still stand by that it's fun to play with family, but I hate that fucking game. Whoever coded it, didn't code it right because there's a loading screen and it's like, well, there's two bankrupts. There's one lose a turn. And then if you haven't landed on the millionaire, the million dollar spot, then there's two more small bankrupt slippers. And they're like, so you have about a 15% chance of landing on negative. So I went through two speed rounds, two regular rounds, another speed round. And then one final round where you don't spin. So there's really only two rounds that you actually spin. Yeah. 
I got five bankruptcies and two lose a turns. The person next to me got four bankruptcies and the person next to them got four bankruptcies. We didn't spend that many times. 15% my ass. They didn't code it right. The shit just draws to it. You don't even get that many bankruptcies on an actual episode of the TV show, Wheel of yeah, Fortune. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm telling you, someone did not code that shit right. Because you can, there's a little meter and you can like hold it, hold A to spin it harder or whatever. It doesn't matter. You can spin it either way and it just fucking lands somewhere and it's usually bankruptcy or lose a turn. And then S's. Never in a puzzle. Computer will be like, can I get a Q? There's no U's. And it'd be like, yeah, we have three Q's. And I'm like, I hate this game. So that's what I've been playing while uh, my daughter's awake. But then while she sleeps, I finished Turnip Boy, which is fucking awesome. I've actually, just like I said on the previous episode, I went downstairs and I finished it. Because it's a very short game. Just waiting for the company to patch it. Because I have two more achievements that I can't get because they're glitched right now. But I was playing Plague Tale Innocence. So I've been playing through that. What'd you think? It's a lot of fun so far. I'm on chapter eight. Damn. So Okay, so you're further than I had gotten. Yeah. Dude, I, I really dig the game. I like that there's minimal combat and it's a ginormous fucking sneaking mission. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And I just got past one part where I think I had the option of sneaking. But I'd just been sneaking for like the whole game. So I straight up, you, her weapon is a little slingshot. You can upgrade the slingshot. Yeah. And you go against these these bad guys and some of them wear helmets and you can't kill them. And then some of them don't have helmets and you can't kill them with a slingshot. Well, I just got to the point where I got this acid that you can slingshot on their fucking head. And yeah. then I had to remove the helmet and then you can sling. I was wrecking shit. Fucking just killing people left and right. Even the person that was with me because I lost my brother for a little bit. And she's like, well, I guess you're trying to win the war yourself. And I was like, you goddamn right. And I'm just slingshotting people. <laughs> That's what I've been playing. It sounds like I've been playing a lot, but honestly, it's just been like 50 rounds of Wheel of Fortune while I just mashed the A button trying to get through my bankruptcies. Hell yeah. What about you, Andrew? I went and downloaded Turnip Boy. Hell yeah. Right after we were done talking on our last uh, recording. I played it for about two hours, and I got to like the very end boss, had to go to work, got home that night, played it for about another hour and a half. I beat it, played through it again, beat it further, and then, yeah, I'm still missing those two bugged out achievements, too. It's a fun game. It's very simplistic, but it's got a lot of little slide jokes about it. <laughs> Still playing some Genshin Impact and some Warzone on the side. I did download another game off of Game Pass called Moonlighter. There's a town that's near a bunch of dungeons. And these dungeons just popped up randomly at one time. And they have these monsters and everything inside of it. And people all drew to the dungeons and then ended up creating this town. But many people and explorers and adventurers ended up dying from trying to explore these dungeons so the town kind of went a little more desolate so there's like very few people still living in the town your dad is one of them that was a big explorer of the dungeons and he went missing or died so it's just you so you go through and you start and you have a shop so you can go and explore the dungeons find a whole bunch of like scrap material all sorts of things in the dungeons bring it back 
sell it to your sh- in your shop. You can adjust the prices, figure out the prices, figure out what's popular, what's not at the time. It's very much like Shop Titans. The- but then you can also go and do your dungeon exploring that's very much like uh, Zelda 1 or even Isaac. And the more that you go through and loot and discover and bring back, the more that you can sell craft new weapons you can have either a sword and shield you can have a great sword you can have gauntlets so you can punch things uh, you can have a spear or even a bow and arrow you can have a primary weapon and a secondary weapon you can flip back and forth between them as you play that's cool it's fun it's it's interesting there's four dungeons and then once you beat those are supposed to be like every dungeon that you beat you get a key that goes towards the final fifth dungeon and no one's ever opened or been in or looked at the fifth dungeon so that's like the whole forewarning foreshadowing of that the money that you accumulate from selling stuff off can go to increasing your shop making it bigger, increasing the style of cash register, the the how much your shop can hold. Also adding to the town itself, you can bring in other merchants that mm. will help you with your adventures, but also to increase the popularity of the town once again. And it's all about kind of realizing your dad's vision and dream of figuring out these dungeons and then bringing that to fruition. So is it a little bit of a sieve builder? It sounds like uh, Dark Cloud. You remember that game, Andrew? Yeah, it's it's very similar to Dark Cloud. Dark Cloud was a fucking banger of a PS2 game. Nice. But that that's what I've been into. Question, Andrew. I saw Genshin Impact is up to like 2.7 now. Anything interesting on that? Ooh, good question. Good question. They've increased a lot more of the map and the areas to it. A lot of the stories and the storylines that they've added onto it have been very fun and interesting. Of course, as always, the the gameplay is fun. The voice acting is phenomenal, whether you're doing the Japanese or American. And from what I understand, the voice acting even of the other languages, which I think is like Portuguese and Spanish and French, their voice acting is good too. 2.7 was delayed when keeping into 2.6 or I'm in 2.6. They had a little bit of a delay for the next release mm-hmm. of an update, but they're 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 still chugging along. It seems like they're still doing okay. They're still bringing people in, so it's making them money. Fair enough. Nice. John yeah, so I've played uh, two new-to-me games. One of them's a new game, and one is a game that is not new to anybody except me, because <laughs> I think anyone ever has played this game except for me. Uh, so I, I sent you guys a screenshot of the loading screen of Gears of War, which I downloaded from Game Pass. So this was a game that in a game series that has just really passed me, because I've never... I've only ever briefly owned an Xbox until uh, I got the one from from you guys. So I hopped into the original Gears of War. It's the Ultimate Edition, so it's some updated graphics and mechanics and stuff. I'm only about an hour or so in. Like I got out of the prison and then did a couple more things after that. It's a pretty good game. 
uh, I can see why, you know, it spawned, got, what are we up to, like Gears 5 or something like that? It's got four sequels or something. Five, and then it also has like a Gears Tactics, or it's got some kind yeah, of spinoff. So kind of did the Halo thing, or just shit tons of spinoffs. And so, Kevin, I understand what you were saying about as far as the cover system goes. And actually, I found an article, because I was, I was interested in it, that uh, like the original Uncharted actually had to change how they were going to implement cover based on Gears of War, which released a year earlier. I thought it was kind of interesting. It doesn't perfectly mimic it, but I also don't think that it was trying to as well. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Do you enjoy the cover system that Gears implements? I haven't played Gears in forever. I think the last one I played was 3. Yeah. It took a little getting used to because I was kind of used to the more uncharted kind of style of cover where I'm more agile within my cover. Where this, it's like, okay, if I want to hit cover and then I want to roll out of the way, it's like three button presses or something. <laughs> um, and then everything, all the enemies are kind of bullet sponges. I was a little confused at first when I was like, holy shit, I got 500 ammo. What am I doing with all this ammo? And then it's like, damn, every enemy takes 50 ammo to I die. killed two guys with it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do you like the okay. reload system? Yeah, reload's pretty cool. I've killed a few, like snuck up on a few guys and done the uh, like chainsaw. Done from the behind. chainsaw, yes. Yeah, chainsaw kills are pretty pretty dope. I dude, I gotta say, killer like voice overcast um, as well. Like John DiMaggio is just he's freaking amazing, dude. Uh, voice of Bender if you're into Futurama. He's also uh, what's his fuck from uh, Adventure Time. Jake. Yeah, dude, it's it's pretty good. Uh, I'm Make enjoying it so far. Making bacon pancakes. What's really cool is the co-op on that. You know, some co-op games, you would just be a second Dom, where yeah. in this one, you get to be, what's the other guy? What's his friend's name? The main guy. Oh, there's Marcus. Marcus Phoenix is the main guy. And then, yeah. uh, is it Dom? Is Dom his, is it Dom's buddy? I think, I think it is Dom. I don't know. I just played it like yesterday again. I can't remember the guy's name though. So the second player will get to play as him. So it, yeah. you actually get to. So th- I thought that was really cool. The multiplayer I can't stand, but the the co op was really fun. Yeah, I haven't uh, had anyone to do the co op with. Hint, hint. Maybe when you guys want to <laughs> hop on, <laughs> if you guys even still have the game. But it's um, on game yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it so far. The other game that I was playing is new to Game Pass as of this recording about about a week ago, I think now. It's called Trek to Yomi, Y-O-M-I. Have you guys seen anything on this game? I saw the, the pictures of it. Yeah. Dude, this game is freaking dope. It is really fun. So it's a 2.5D like side-scroller, and it's t- entirely in black and white. They went for a very specific aesthetic with this game. If I said the name Kurosawa, would you know who I'm talking about? Not off the top of my head. Famous, like, Japanese filmmaker from, like, the 40s and 50s. And Kurosawa was actually, like, a huge inspiration on George Lucas as far as, like, a filmmaker goes. Like... One of Kurosawa's main films was called Seven Samurai, and he saw a few other ones that very much directly influenced how Lucas either shot certain scenes or like kind of the whole religion of how the Jedi started and that type of thing is kind of based on Kurosawa films. This whole thing is side-scrolling. There are moments where you're kind of like Crash Bandicoot style, like running towards the camera and you get to 
like explore some different areas but um it's really fun they went for the aesthetic of like 1940s you're playing a 1940s kurosawa movie like the sound design is very minimal but it's so good the graphics are absolutely insane for a 2.5d game the gameplay is really fun i'm enjoying it so far very very fun game very easy to kind of get to controls for me so far yeah it's it's just a it's a freaking cool game i'm about a two i'm a little bit further in that game i just finished chapter two uh it's pretty cool story stuff's happening it's a really fun game so trek to yomi check it out if you're having the ghost of tsushima hangover check out that game it's pretty fun all right that does it for the watches we'll go ahead and get the cbc shout out out of the way we are doing this week smoking and drinking in space and smoking and drinking in capes otherwise known as sadics and here are jason and rob to tell you a little bit more about them hi i'm jason and i'm rob and, and we're, we're from, from smoking, smoking and, and drinking, drinking in space, space. Oh, whoa hold on i thought this was a commercial for smoking and drinking in capes a superhero podcast from a couple guys who no listen. no no this is the commercial for smoking and drinking in space a sci-fi podcast no, from they don't want to listen to a couple guys who think they know sci-fi it's old hat we've been doing it for years at least it's not shallow and vapid like that show with a couple guys who wish they had powers i mean what's up no, with that you're shallow and vapid i'm just gonna eat my fuck out and you're an idiot and you can catch both of us on smoking and drinking in capes and smoking and drinking in space at okay. creative brain Camp com along with many other great podcasts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to get into the meat and potatoes. We decided that for this one year anniversary episode that we would kind of just talk about how this whole podcast came together, the ups and downs. If you want to know stuff about how we do this, how we record, how it's made, how it's made, our equipment, the communication schedules, how we come up with topics, that type of thing. We're here to answer some questions and just kind of how this whole thing kind of came about. I'll go ahead and get started here with just uh, what the idea of this was. Obviously, we started a year ago. That's what we're here celebrating. I came up with the idea of this podcast sometime during the early stages of the pandemic. And I just I didn't know what I wanted to do, really. I was kind of torn between wanting to do something with video games and fantasy football. And I, I ended up picking video games, and I, I don't regret my decision. For fear of failure and fear of looking and sounding like a bigger idiot than I already am, I just I put the brakes on my own idea. I'm good at coming up with ideas. I'm not very good at following through. It wasn't until I started talking to Andrew about it that I got more of a foundation of kind of what this could be and what it would look like. And then him and I had just maybe like one or two initial conversations through zoom and then we started talking with kevin and kevin really came on board and was like hey this sounds really cool i'm really excited have you guys thought about this that and the other thing and it was like damn he had some really great ideas and then lo and behold the three of us got together on a four and a half hour long zoom call which i think i still have the video recording of in like april of last year where we just sat down for almost five hours and just completely outlined what we wanted to do with the show, how it would be structured, anything that came up, whether, you know, if it was, oh shit, this guy can't make it, what do we do with, what do the other two guys do, who's going to edit, and kind of just divvying up the powers and process of how this would be made. 
Dude, I look back on that conversation going, holy shit, for three guys who had never done this before and didn't know anything about it, damn, we got the ball bouncing, brothers. Holy (laughs) shit, man. So I knew nothing of podcasts. And when John first came to me and started talking about how he had the idea for a podcast, I was like, that's cool. Have fun with that. I'm sure you'll do good. (laughs) And then he's like, do you want to be a part of it too? And I was like, yeah, I could probably do a guest role every now and again. That that's that's cool and then next thing i know he's roped me into being a co-host i'm like what the f- the fuck's going on with this i so we started talking about like different ideas and this and that and well i guess because we were thinking video games we were like well who else do we know that would be a very good knowledgeable person about the whole thing and it was like well there's kevin yeah obvious choice <laughs> obvious choice and the crazy thing is, we've all known each other for a very long time. As you do when you get older, we still were tight, but we didn't have all the daily interactions, weekly interactions. You know, if John and I texted like once a month, it was still like, hey, cool. How you doing? All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. And that that's cool. That was it. For it to get to the point of the three of us who hadn't really had a, a three-way interaction like that hey, in a very long time, like John said, we had a four and a half hour Zoom call. We clicked and it was that was very solidifying. It was very satisfying. It calmed a lot of my nerves to it just because there were things that John would bring to the table and I would bring to the table and Kevin would bring to the table. And yes, our our knowledge and our experiences will overlap, but we all had our own separate thing that we're bringing to the table that just melded well. For sure. You know, obviously a lot of the knowledge I brought was from streaming, so I knew mostly of what not to do and some things to do, like like things definitely not to do featuring like copyright rules and stuff like that. So I wanted to make sure that we were clear about that. Really, I was just excited about a gaming podcast because I hadn't really listened to podcasts before, mostly just because you know, I was busy doing my own shit with streaming. I remember my wife was listening to a lot of podcasts she would listen to this guy tell scary stories while she was cleaning and stuff. And I was like, well, that sounds pretty cool. Maybe I'll, I'll find a, a gaming podcast to listen to. And then Andrew was telling me about John's idea to, to create one. And I was like, well, what fucking better one to listen to than John and Andrew talk about fucking video games. And I can, while I'm listening to it, I can dunk on their fucking knowledge while I'm cleaning the, the grout in my goddamn bathroom. And then John's like, Hey man, you want to come join? And I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty fucking cool. I didn't think about that, and I wanted to make it perfectly clear that I didn't want to feel like I was shoving my way in. I was just trying to express to John how excited I was to fucking hear it. And I remember texting Andrew. I was like, "Hey, man, did he start this podcast yet? Is he gonna fucking is it gonna fall by the wayside? I need this fucking material on my desk. Where's my goddamn pictures of Spider Man? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah." Kevin has such a vast array of knowledge and experience in just playing games across literally, like, I'm pretty sure every damn console and platform known to man. And his, like, ability to draw on that knowledge at just a 
any second really has helped Andrew and I being able to come up with topics or like just adding little two cents here and there on different takes and opinions on certain things. This show doesn't become a lot of what it is topic wise without Kevin and his knowledge. Well, honestly, we all contribute it. Yeah. Kevin is a collector like myself of a lot of games, and we've even helped each other to find different parts of our collections. But growing up, Kevin and I played all those different games together and, and had all those different console experiences. And then, John, there's a lot of different Sony experiences that you were able to play and portray and bring in that I had no clue about because I ended up sticking more with Xbox. Yeah. Just the way that we were able to have our own dynamics back and forth, we just started bringing up topics. And I'm like, fuck, my ADD is I'm going to forget all of this shit. I got to write this down. So then I ended up making up a Google Doc because I don't have Excel because I'm a cheap bitch. And I ended up just starting to jot things down in a Google document, which was exactly like Excel. But I was able to share it with them and they're able to look at it and they're able to edit it. I'm like, well, fuck, this just works fine. And then we just started, every time we had a a moment, just a, a thought, a light bulb going off, we're just like, add it to the doc. You got to add these topics in. And then it was like an organization thing. And then my mind was like, happy-go-lucky, because I can organize it. And I don't know why. I Like, the organization, all that behind-the-scenes shit, I could do that. Talking? <laughs> And thank God, if you guys saw our Google Docs, Andrew's put a lot of work into it. We have fuck 10 different tabs full of different ideas. We have a whole page full of like topics that we've written down. Some stuff's already filled out. And then we have one where we do it while we're talking to each other. Andrew does all of it. <laughs> yeah, your boy right here does not fill out a fucking thing. <laughs> like Andrew right now is typing a highlighted part of what I'm saying. To soothe his his need to fill this out, I just sit here and talk. I'll write down some notes of like games I don't want to forget about, or I'll write down my intro. But I am dog shit at filling out this fucking Excel. <laughs> so thank God for Andrew just filling it out. Because right now it says asterisks, patting Andrew on the back, asterisks for Kevin's column of topics and communication, line one five seven. Topics and content, one, five, six. My, my apologies. <laughs> See, can't even read it right. It's okay. You boys got it. <laughs> no, because it helps me to be able to see if I can't just think of stuff on the fly. So it helps for me to have it written down. And I actually have it like set up for everyone to be able to put in their own conversation piece. Yeah. As we run down the list, as we run down like a minute's recording of the episode. And that way it's easier to go back and check to see, okay, what what have we talked about already? What have we already discussed in such and such an episode? How long ago was that? When was the last time Kevin drank a 7 to 7? Oh, it was back at this episode. It's, it's that kind of stuff that helps me to be able to see it visually instead of trying to rely on my memory, which is shit. But I think one of the hardest things of what we've had to deal with of everything has been our schedules. For sure. Because we all work at different times. You will not get a set of three dudes who have different of schedules as the three of us, especially when we first started. My schedule is set. So I work Monday through Thursday. I work four 10-hour days. But Andrew works 
Monday through Friday, and he's working afternoons to evenings. He gets home at 11 o'clock. And especially when we first started, when Kevin was still at the airport, Kevin was working like God knows what kind of fucking hours. Be like one week he'd be working nights, then he'd be, yeah, dude, I'm I'm getting up at two in the morning, so I got to be at the airport at three. Every quarter was something different. Yeah, like right before I quit the airport and uh, started to become stay at home dad, I was working Thursday through Sunday. At the end of it, I worked four a.m. to two p.m. Yeah, it, it was some crazy stuff, man. And it depended, like my schedule was. Thursday through Saturday was 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then Sunday, my Friday, was 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I was like, this is fucking dumb. My Friday, I'm getting off later. So I told my boss, I was like, listen, if you got an open a.m. shift, slide that motherfucker my way. So I would text these boys on like Thursday. I'd be like, okay, we might be able to do it Saturday. If he doesn't change my schedule for Sunday. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> it's Thursday, so he usually does it by now. And then he emails me like Friday afternoon. He's like, hey, I uh, gave you a 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. shift on Sunday. You go with that? And I'm like, you goddamn right. Boys, I'm fucking working early. Let's record on Sunday. I think it was actually episode one. It may have been or one or two. I don't remember. But we've recorded some episodes at like 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. on a Sunday before. <laughs> Still drinking, too. <laughs> <laughs> Water, maybe. Ah, fuck that. Your boy was fucking in it to win it. <laughs> Weekends, I was good with. You know, yeah. Give me that drink. Yeah. yeah, definitely having just absolutely opposite and even competing schedules. We find a way to make it work. That's definitely... Uh, that's a good one, Andrew. Definitely schedules, man. It's it's one of the things that kind of drew us to create this as bi-weekly because we initially sure. were going to make it weekly. And when we first started, we could have done it because we had- We had four six, episodes recorded. Yeah, we had, we, had, we had them saved up, bankrolled. Eventually, it got to the point where we flew through those. Yeah, right right around the time that like I had to take like a, about a week or not a week, about a month long sabbatical when my daughter was born, like we blew through all the episodes in the in the bank at that point. By the way, speaking of daughters, during the span of this one year of a podcast, we have Hell had yeah. three babies. John has had beautiful Clementina. Kevin has beautiful Theodora, and I had a wonderful food baby that crowned the bowl just a little bit ago. How big was that baby, man? Oh, I'm sure it was probably about uh, 9.6 ounces. Do you guys weigh yourself before and after? I love to. If the scale's near me, hell yeah. I do it in the morning, uh, right before I do my morning piss. Uh, so I wake up, Ooh. I weigh myself, and then I weigh myself after my Welcome piss. Welcome to the shit and show. Sometimes We're just talking shit. Like this, like this week, I was like, Joe, yeah, I'm down. I'm fucking down to this weight. But that was before my morning piss. And she's like, What are you fucking talking about? I was like, Well, usually <laughs> I take a piss, half a pound to a pound. And she's like, You are not peeing pound or a half a pound every fucking time. I was like, I'm weighing myself. Before and after pee, I know how much I'm losing. She's like, that's abnormal. And I was like, Google that shit. No, Google fucking proved me right. Like, I was like, how many gallons is a pound? And she looked that up. And I was like, well, how how big, like, how big is a bladder? How much can it hold? And it's like, this is this. 
And I was like, you just got schooled. She's like, I'm like, you're the weird one for peeing small. You know, I'm out here. I'm making it worth my while. If I'm going to stand here for a minute, I'm going to make sure I don't have to do it again for another eight hours. <laughs> John, you didn't answer a question. Do you fucking ever weigh yourself before and after? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You don't want to know how much you're fucking pooping? Dude, I don't need to know. I know that I'm lighter when I'm done. I don't need to know by how much. <laughs> there are two reasons to do it, because either you're, you've been watching your weight or because you're really curious as to how much Chipotle is about to come out of you. Yeah, you're like, I ate a pound. For me, it's not Chipotle, it's Chick-fil-A. Taco Bell? No, my buddy Alex and I, we do do a shame meal probably <laughs> once every two weeks at uh, Taco Hell. See the Mexican pizzas coming back? Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. I'm a sucker hey. for the chicken quesadilla with the Doritos Locos Taco. Oh. And then a five bean cheesy beefy burrito. I fucking love the chicken quesadilla. And a Baja Blast, man. Gotta have the Baja Blast. You can't go to Taco Bell and not get the Baja Blast. It's just a, I don't know why they, yeah. it's kind of I mean, like when you go to Arby's and they're like, would you like regular fries or curly fries? And you're like, why? Why even waste both? Why of is our that times? a question? Of course, it's you curly. should dock fifty cents off the goddamn total for wasting my time and your time. <laughs> On Thursday, I pulled a double. Going back to what you said earlier, pollen was shit. My eyes were scratchy and burning. I had a hell of a time sneezing, and uh, like my throat was closing up. Allergies suck. Uh, me and the guy I was working with, we went to KFC. Just like how Taco Bell has their Baja Blast, KFC was showcasing this Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning. It was peach flavored. It was actually pretty good. It was very sweet. A little too sweet, but it was peach flavored. It was pretty good. But the guy I was, I was with, he uh, he ordered the Nashville hot chicken tenders. He's like, can I get a five piece of that? We, we, we don't do the five piece anymore. We do six. <laughs> He's a garbage disposal. It didn't matter. <laughs> he said, I'll, I'll take six. Give me six and I'll pay you for five. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> we, we don't well, do the Nashville Hots anymore. We don't do those anymore, um, but we can give you the sauce on the side. <laughs> Why is it still fucking up on this, the board behind your head then? All right. Well, if you're going to be able to mix it together, go ahead. My meal took about 20 minutes to make, and I had to keep going back and asking them, hey, is, is it kind of done yet? I don't want you to spit in my food, but, you know, hey, I've been waiting here. I'm the only person sitting here in this fucking establishment. Is my food ready? When my buddy got his food, I'm going to send you guys a picture of this because this was absolutely ridiculous. They gave him his Nashville hot tenders in a bath of oil <laughs> and seasoning. So it had a like container with the tenders in it that was about almost full. Why why is it so heavy? It's sloshing around. <laughs> he picked he poked one of the tenders and picked them up and it's just dripping with oil with a slight discoloration for the natural hots. Was it good though? He took one bite and he was like, oh. <laughs> he's as hard as a rock. So no, not good. That well, that was a big fuck you. Why did you even order this? Get out of our establishment. Like, well, no wonder there's nobody here. Jesus Christ. God, you know what pisses me off about fast food establishments? And I don't understand why they do it to this day. And I had one in the drive-thru and that fucking gave me such, so much anxiety. It's when they put ads over their fucking menu. It's like, I'm already here. The fuck are you advertising to me for, my man? Give me my food. Like, I remember we went, I went to Checkers 
and checkers, like I'm, I'm in line in checkers and I'm looking at the menu cause I never go to fucking checkers. So I don't know what's there. And all of a sudden I get Good a, apple pies. I get a fucking full blown ad covering the entire menu. And the guy's like, how can I help you? I was like, well, you got to give me a minute because I got to wait for your fucking ad to tell me go to Checkers to be done so I can order from Checkers because I'm in the drive-thru. Thank you. John, do you have a rant about fast food establishments besides Chick-fil-A giving you the most irritable bowel syndrome you've ever had in your entire life that you refused to weigh? They don't give me IBS. <laughs> I just prefer Chick-fil-A. I don't weigh myself. I just wish there were better fast food establishments next to my work because it's re- it's honestly between Checkers, McDonald's, and Taco Bell. I wish we had some better options. Look, man, it's not going to be a one year if we don't fucking talk about the dumbest shit possible. That's why you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Tangents. So I remember one day when John texted me and Andrew. He was like, hey, boys, got to talk about something. Want to talk about it and... Yeah, in person. Yeah, I, I might have done something stupid. And I was like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> cool. God knows what the fuck he's done. I'm thinking he like emailed Bill Gates and he's like, hey man, you did real good shit on that Windows. You want to sponsor us? We're malware and the newest update for Windows 11. We get on a group call. This was before the first episode even aired. Yeah, we had we had a bunch recorded, just not aired yet yeah so john was like hey i listened to a bunch of these podcasts from this group called creative brand candy and i went on their website and they had a application so he filled one out and he got an email back and we had some kind of meeting like the next day or that week or something do you recall what happened with the meeting basically everyone in the network is in central time zone and I had selected 9 p.m. for the meeting oh, yeah. time because we were going to do a Zoom meetup and it was supposed to be the three of us. And then I knew at least one of the guys was going to be on from the network. And then something happened in the scheduling thing. And we found out it was a glitch in their shit afterwards where it had said it was 8 o'clock Eastern and then going to be 7 o'clock Central. And so I get a message from Jason He's like, hey, guys, it's eight. Uh, you guys running a little late? And I'm like, no, we still got an hour. And he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, we're supposed to be meeting now. And I like, I dealt, I was frantically, you know, just going through the emails, double checking. I was like, no, I picked nine. He's like, we'll have to look at that. He's like, well, we're ready to go if you guys are. So I had to text both of you <laughs> and be like, uh, who's available? Who can get on? I was like, give me a minute to round up the guys. And I remember Kevin got on and then Andrew, I think, was like traveling or was coming back from PA or something. He eventually got on at the end. But for like 90 percent of the call, it was Kevin and I and we're talking to the guys. It was probably better that way. Sorry, I didn't mean to hijack your story. (laughs) No, no, I forgot. I forgot about that part of it. I still have the recording as well because I recorded it for Andrew's sake. I just remember that was before our first episode had even dropped. And that's why in our first couple episodes that there's no creative brand candy behind it, even though we were in the the collab group. Yeah, there's no pre-roll at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember John was like asking us, he's like, you guys think this is a dumb idea? And we're like, no, it's fucking it's awesome that you you did this. I was like, there's no there's no downside. We don't have to pay anything. We don't have to give part of our any if we made any money, we don't have to give it to them. Fucking all this other stuff. And I was like. 
no, it's like any kind of help we can get from the start is good. They really did help us out a lot. I think the first couple episodes I edited and they sound like ass. And we'll get into why they sound like ass. <laughs> yeah. It was because I had never edited before. And that was like straight up just me YouTubing how to edit podcast. And like some 80 year old dude was like, well, you just go here and you click these couple buttons and boom, it's peachy keen. So that was uh, that was how we actually got into Creative Brain Candy. Yeah, and man, the network has just been, I mean, they were great at the beginning helping us get squared away and how to post and what the hell is an RSS feed and where do you actually host your, your site and then post it for people to find later? How do you apply to get onto Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google and Stitcher and all that stuff? And they actually had like three YouTube videos done by one of the guys on the network on how to edit and specifically in Audacity, because that's um, the program that we record in. I mean, just monumental for, especially for the three of us who had literally no idea what we were doing going into this. So we don't get to a year of this podcast without the help of the network. And it wasn't even just the three of them. You know, we got other uh, members of the co-op from other podcasts that also helped and gave us ideas on how to record and even down to like what equipment to use, what programs to use. I, I look back on it now as I was scared shitless on that decision, but absolutely could not be more ecstatic that it's worked out this way and that, you know, we're part of this co-op. <laughs> They've been awesome. I remember in the meeting, Andrew, you weren't there. Obviously you were doing something. I remember they were asking us questions and we asked them questions. It was kind of going back and forth, but then we brought up what we already had done, and I think it was Rob who was like, why do you guys even need us? It was because we had so many good ideas straight from the jump of yeah. the different recording. We had a backup recording. We had episodes on standby just in case things got plugged up. And they were, they were yeah. like, it, it was really cool to have these guys who had been doing it for so long. So, like, tell us we were doing things correctly already. For sure. Yeah, I remember that. But obviously we were doing things wrong as well, uh, and they helped us <laughs> yeah, guide us to, to sound the way we sound now and just put out the content that hopefully is getting better over time. Yeah, I do remember that. That was Rob. I spent a lot of time, even before we recorded, like the three of us actually recorded an episode, just Googling and watching videos on how to actually, like, how do you start a podcast and all of the things, you know, you got to register your name, you got to all, all this stuff, you got to pick out the logo and then how to get the logo so that it looks right in the podcast directories and all that stuff, like making the logo. And then there's there's a lot of extra stuff that is not just the recording and editing. There's other stuff happening behind the scenes. So I was just doing a metric shit ton of Googling on how to actually start a podcast. FYI. It's not really that hard. We can <laughs> we can help you with it now. Now that we're seasoned veterans, year into this, we podcast. can be your Rob. <laughs> we can be your Rob or James or Jason. So, I tell you what: if you seriously, if you're listening to this and you run a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, and you're looking for some new players, the three of us are fucking in. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> I would totally love to DM. But I've never played, 
and I would really like to play. So if you're out there, just shout out to anyone who wants to do a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Kevin only DPs, but he he can DM every now and again too. It's true. Jesus. I already know what Kevin's character name would be. Gingivitis. <laughs> I, I, I played d and I had a, um can't remember what the character was. It was like a dead angel, like it was a skeleton angel or something. It had wings and all that stuff, but it, he was a janitor. His name was Scruffy. Nice. <laughs> strong Futurama vibes there. <laughs> yeah, man. It was fucking awesome. Scruffy the janitor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we talked about just like the network and some of the guidance that they've given us. A lot of the guidance that they gave us was the equipment that we use. I got to say, we haven't spent a shit ton of money. The mic that Kevin and I are using is called a Samsung Q2U. That's S-A-M-S-O-N. It's a $70 mic. I know, Kev, when you got yours, it was like $10 off or something at Best Buy. You mm-hmm. found a deal or something, right? I, I, I paid 70 bucks for mine. It's a quality-ass mic. It's uh, what was recommended to us by members of the network, and pretty much all the podcasts use this mic. And it is a bang-for-your-buck type of situation. It's really good, high-quality, comes with a little tripod stand. Kevin's actually using, like, a, a legit microphone stand. Like, you know, if he was sitting at a coffee shop playing guitar and singing some songs. <laughs> and then Andrew has a mic that we still don't know how to pronounce the name of the manufacturer. <laughs> what is it, Andrew? I... I'm not sure. (laughs) My whole setup started out with a PC, an older mic that I thought it would have been good, and a webcam. And since then, I've gotten a better mic, and then a betterer mic, which I cannot pronounce. And then a betterer webcam. Most of my stuff I already had, uh, except for the mic, uh, because I had a Blue Yeti before. But as I knew from streaming, Blue Yetis are good starter mics. But they pick up literally everything. They just do. You can pick up a bug fart from like yeah. a mile away. You could hear you could hear my <laughs> fan going, even when it's fucking just like the lowest setting. You could probably hear the electricity hum of the fan being on or the lights being on. You could hear the fans on my computer. It was it was ridiculous. If if you want to know why Andrew's mic's manufacturer name is hard to pronounce, because it's all consonants. It's D-S-C-H-L-Z-Y, also known as Douche Lazy or the Lazy Douche, which kind of is what Andrew is. Yes. <laughs> I concur. You are what you eat. <laughs> Gross. But then my whole setup was originally like I was trying to upgrade so that I could start streaming too because the pandemic yeah. really wanted me to get back into streaming as well. So I was trying to have a little better setup for that. If you do plan on editing, you need a little something, a little beefier. Uh, I had built my own PC like a couple years ago, so I'm rocking like yeah, 64 gigs of RAM in there. I got the CPU is not the greatest; it's just a Ryzen 5 1600X six core. But you definitely need some RAM and a pretty high octane uh, processor when you go to edit. Yeah. And John, you just got a um, a new laptop as well for school. Yeah, so I'm rocking an MSI GS66 Stealth. Um, I'm running the Intel 7, the core processor on this. I mean, and it works perfectly fine for for my needs. I have, I think it's three or four USB inputs 
bunch of other shit on here. So it works just great. I think I mentioned previously in the episode, we're recording everything through Audacity. We also are on video on Discord, so we can just see each other. Not everybody on our network does the video thing. I've recorded uh, some episodes with some other podcasts. They just do voice, which is totally fine. We like being able to see each other because even though we all three live in the same state, we are hours away from (laughs) one another. So it's just nice to see people for, you know, physical cues. I'm getting off topic and these guys are like, hey, dumbass, stop talking, (laughs) which happens a lot. Because it's me. And a lot of the jokes that we say or the different interactions we have, it's good to be able to see the responses from the other people, to be able to gauge when to step in, when to not step in. And say one of us mutes our mics to step away to go use the restroom while we are recording, then the other two can kind of recognize that instead of just like asking in dead air, oh, hey, Andrew, Andrew. Which is almost... Always going to be you because previously mentioned about peeing and bladders and stuff. Andrew does have the smallest bladder out of the three of us. I got up during this episode. I was about to say. I went. I had I'm to go check. Saying, I, though, I had to go check on my daughter though. Andrew pees like nine times a day, and he weighs himself every time. Every time. <laughs> He's got a little book. <laughs> it's got the office logo on the front. <laughs> So just to tack on a little bit at the end of what John was saying about how we record in the very first episodes, we actually recorded just straight off of Zoom. We had all three of us and all three of our uh, our voices going through one Zoom call, and we tried to pull that off. I think that was our episode zero. Mm-hmm. And one. And one. And, and that was how we originally tried to make everything set up and start. And that ended up becoming part of the nightmare of editing that. So after a while, we started learning that we needed to record solo and then bring it together. Yeah, separate tracks. And as it sounded like more work, it definitely had a better result. Because there were a lot of things that we needed to edit out. (laughs) Or just edit in general. Mainly the fact that I uh, forgot to select my microphone for the first couple of episodes. (laughs) You're going off of what, your laptop mic? Yeah, I was using, I didn't have my computer at that time, so I was being picked up by the microphone on my wife's MacBook Pro. Actually, the the AirBook, <laughs> I think it, it's not even the Pro. Wow, we've come a long way. Listen, I'm not going to say that we haven't all done silly things, but folks, these two motherfuckers, John can't select his goddamn mic. And we spent months trying to figure out- 12 episodes. (laughs) Trying to figure out the fuck was wrong with Andrew's shit. Andrew talking into a milk carton. Yeah, Andrew. (laughs) I just thought, it just sounded like I was just like, everything was low. Now, mind you, we had talked with other podcasters trying to figure out this fucking solution. They're giving us all these things. We kept trying it. So, Andrew, won't you please tell the great folks at home- (laughs) <laughs> what you did to solve the solution. That way, just in case they don't want to join Creative Brain Candy, they want to go out on their own, they don't make the same mistake. I think I figured it out by accident. My mic was backwards. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So it's not it's not a rounded head mic you would see like if somebody was playing guitar or singing at a coffee shop. No, it's one that has uh that you would keep vertical, whether either from the top down 
bottom up, whatever. It's tapered. And yes, it is tapered with two flat sides. And I was talking into the back side. And everything sounded muffled. You know how hard it is to take his audio and have to reverse it because he's talking to it backwards? It's like he's fucking talking in cursive. No. Yeah, how embarrassing that was to fucking... Did we actually tell anyone? I think we told Logan, didn't we? I I think that was it. Logan and I exchanged about 30 (laughs) messages, and half of them were just going, wait, just so I understand. And it was like separate messages. His (laughs) mic was backwards, and then like a shit ton of crying emojis. (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, the way that the mic stand is holding the mic, I can't see. And there is no indicator saying front, back, this and that. There's nothing of a settings that it would say because it is covering the only thing that you can see. And that is the name of all consonants, no vowels, is hidden behind the mic stand. I think we finally figured it out because Andrew, you had like an arm mic stand and he had it attached to his desk. And he had it upside down, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I moved it around a couple times, too. Yeah, and I think you said, well, I don't want I don't want my face to be blocked or something like that. And we were like, and this was before an episode. We were like, who gives a fuck? We're not recording the goddamn video. So he like flips it upside down. And I think when he flipped it upside down, he forgot to turn it. So somehow in that transition, we were like, wait, that sounds perfect. Yeah, it got flipped right the right way and then Kevin and I immediately were like whoa 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 whatever you did what did you do keep it because it went from like a like a fran- fr- franchise of Pensacola to hey how's it going this is Andrew <laughs> and uh, we're doing a podcast and I think I'm the host it was like oh damn I can hear you now <laughs> this is what professionals sound like oh shit fucking love it and those those, those were awesome but then once we finally got the mic situation figured out then there was everything else that I do during the recordings that just makes editing fun. <laughs> like, I, I cough all the time. I've always had a cough. But I am literally behind my monitor. In front of me is a wall that then has my HVAC system. <laughs> and a vent right there, almost in arm's reach. That's in the ceiling. So I get this nice low hum of the fan of the HVAC system every time it turns on for however long it's going to turn on. I open new beverages. I sip them loud. It wanted to talk to the people because the mic was facing the goddamn wall. It was like, well, I guess exactly. I guess I'm the show. Yeah. I guess I'm the show today, baby. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that's why I picked it up for so much so long. <laughs> what you drinking, Freon? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. No, nah, I mean, we've like I said, we all had uh, some hiccups. I remember... Uh, there was one episode me and Andrew did where uh, I forgot to spit my gum out, so I had like chewing gum. Oh and yeah, Andrew had to fucking had to edit that shit out. Oh my god, every time he talked. And then there was uh, there was one summer. It was like episode sixteen, I think. I just had fucking birds chirping, and these guys didn't tell me. I have, I have my headphones on, so I didn't hear any fucking birds. And we get done recording, and they're like, "Do you guys? Did you get a bird or something?" And I'm like, the fuck are y'all going on about? And they're like, yeah, we heard a bird. So I had like- You had the windows open or something. I don't even think the windows open. There was just a bird right outside the window and it was just making so much goddamn noise. And I remember editing that. I was like, 
There's a fucking bird out there. I had to edit all the bird noises out. That was one of the 9 a.m. ones, too. We recorded one episode right before July 4th, and then oh, yeah. like fireworks were going off outside of Kevin's house, and then his dogs were going <laughs> absolute apeshit crazy. So there was some dog noises in there. And then Kevin and I both move our chairs a lot when we're talking or while we're listening to someone else, and we both have squeaky chairs. Oh, yeah, so. our chair. Listen, so this is what we edit out all the time, right? This is Kevin's chair. Like, that's that's my chair. I try not to move too much. If I go side to side, yeah. it doesn't do it so much. But, like, if I if I had to readjust myself, like, it's just all kinds of fucking noise. That's John's chair. <laughs> and I've WD-40'd the fuck out of this. I can't find the squeak. <laughs> Dude, so have I. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, str- it's, I got so high coming in this room one day because it was straight up just WD-40 in this fucking room. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're not perfect, but we just, we have fun with it. It's the editing magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of times, whenever I actually sound like I can talk... And I can hold and carry a conversation. No, that's because I edited out about 30% of the nonverbal parts of my communication just to make it sound somewhat intelligible. Oh, you want to know what we fucking definitely edit out is when we can. Sometimes it's very hard because the way we speak, we don't want to edit it to make it seem like very noticeable. Because I feel like, at least when I edit, I feel like it takes you out of the immersion of just sitting and listening to the podcast. It's all the the ums and the ands and oh, the likes and the every time. And Andrew's is probably the hardest. Not to pick on him, but Andrew chooses his words very carefully. So a lot of times when he talks, there's spaces in between when he's speaking. And for some reason, whenever he goes like or that or something like that, it's always right at the end of his sentence. I use like way too much, <laughs> and trying to edit that out myself. Is not easy, but you and I are both terrible with the ums. Yeah. And I know exactly what that looks like <laughs> in audacity. I'm like, all right, that's probably an um or an and. Luckily, my ums usually are followed by like a period of silence. So it's like, um, yeah, where, where yours are like, uh, yeah. So anyway, like, <laughs> so I've got to, I've got to <laughs> figure out where to take that sentence to delete it, to, to blend it into a further sentence down the line. So even though you guys hear some likes and ums in there, there are so many more in an episode. That get edited yeah, out. It's so many. <laughs> so many. And the hour and a half final cut is originally from two hours and 20 minutes of raw footage that... Uh... <laughs> well, so there's usually like 10 minutes of us fucking just talking about the dumbest shit before we even start. Yes. <laughs> we have to pick the right tangent that fits with the episode. <laughs> There was also a lot of times where Andrew would say something and, and then whisper as well. Be like, I remember when you were talking about like Vice City and it's like, man, I had all the territories in my control. My control. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean this to be a Andrew pick on thing. Like I have my stuff too. I talk in a room. You just did it. I've got one. You just did it. Yeah. You just grabbed your mic and brought it closer <laughs> to you. Yeah, so I fidget. I'm like one of the, you know, if you go out to dinner and you're like, hey, why is this table shaking? It's me because I'm always shaking my leg. Like I'm fidgeting. I have to move all the time. 
That's another thing that I know we've had to edit out is I will, my guitar is literally right next to me. These guys will oh be talking. God. I'll reach over and play guitar. And then Andrew will send me a message like, hey, fuckhead, we can <laughs> hear you. You're playing Sweet Home Alabama. No one gives a shit about that song. Please stop. And it's like, but I like Leonard Skinner. Anyway, this like, is Wonderwall. Yeah, but I'm not that cruel. <laughs> but yes, I do tell him, hey, fuckhead, stop. I remember Mel, one of our listeners, texted me one day and she was like, if I played a drinking game to You Can At Me Later, I would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have another one. And all three of us do this. I, I seriously thought that I might do this just and put it in the description for the episode is how many times we say the word aspect. You could literally be the drunkest person alive by how many times we say the word aspect. All three of us do it. We'll be like, yeah, so we're playing this game and it's kind of got like this Pokemon aspect and it's mm-hmm. got the multiplayer aspect and then it's got the aspect with the aspect that's kind of like this aspect. It's like the aspect of that other aspect. To be fair. And the aspect of that combined with the aspects is like how many aspects have the aspect with that aspect. But then there's a different aspect when you do that aspect and it's like, holy fuck, all three of us do that. Like, seriously. <laughs> we got to give the people some way they can figure out the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. There are so many synonyms to the word aspect. All three of us could say like characteristics nope. or similarities, nope. but we all always land on aspect. I don't own a thesaurus. Yeah. Not college educated. Get the fuck out of here with your $4 words. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so until the anime, the quintessential quintuplets came out, I never really heard the word quintessential used at all. And then there was about a three-month span where that was Kevin's favorite Hell word. Yeah. Every time he needed to talk about something, well, it's the quintessential first-person shooter. It's the quintessential storyline to this. It fucking is, too. <laughs> I'll bring it back. <laughs> uh, Mel, if you're listening, you can at me later. <laughs> no, there's nothing like editing where you will figure out, I guess, the things you do all the time. Yeah. Habits habits yeah. triggers because we've all edited episodes before yeah i always told these guys when i was editing in the beginning i was like i'm taking some shit out but don't worry i'm taking my stuff out the most you guys are all right you'd be all right so fellas i i want to ask you guys i know we've been joking most of this time and talking about how great the show is and fun and stuff that we have but what would you guys say is some of the like setbacks or some of the not so fun stuff of doing a podcast or maybe just how we've done it or experiences there was the time where it was like me editing i think i did like seven or eight episodes back to yeah. back when you just went to school or i think your daughter was just born or something where i was so fucking tired and it was my own fault because uh i would wait to do the editing until almost the last minute i would always forget how long it took to edit but i would get so fucking tired because you're listening to the same part like numerous times trying to get it to sound right and then you move on to the next part and so on and so forth. But I remember I would get off work, I'd grab some beers and I'd sit here and fucking edit. And I had to get up like every 30 minutes. To pee because he has a small bladder? No, I was tired. I was like, I gotta take a break. I'm tired of looking at these screens. I'm tired of looking at these goddamn squiggles. I'm tired of fucking deleting. My hand would cramp up because all you're doing is muting and deleting and highlighting the stuff of that. So that was definitely like the worst part of it, I think, was just editing all the episodes back to back. Yeah. How about for you, Andrew? 
I think it was, we had our difficult work schedules, but then we had all the different changes in life and we had more changing schedules. Kevin's rotating work schedule. We had babies born. We had just life changes. I went to school. Then we each had our own (laughs) social lives as well, that we wouldn't be available to record on one of the only weekends that we would potentially be available to record. So there was just a lot of different scheduling conflicts and and alterations there that I think that was one of the biggest setbacks that I noticed. I mean, it's not detrimental, but it was just something that we would work around. Then sometimes we would have that last minute editing when we didn't have anything in pocket, nothing in the bank to be able to set out come Monday morning after recording. We got to edit it within 48 hours. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, you guys both touched on it pretty much. Like, I I know for me personally, too, it's just the the time that I've had to take away. Like, you guys have been here for all 25 episodes. I've missed nine total or something. I don't even remember. I think I've only been here for just over half of them (laughs) or something crazy. Yeah, just just having to take time off for, you know, like when my daughter was born or uh, for for school. Man, it it was a lot at one time. I'm back. We're here. We're doing it. And uh, I wouldn't wouldn't change anything for sure. I think what I can say, though, is 25 episodes in, I really feel like the three of us have really settled into kind of what our individual roles are and what our strengths are. And I think that's something that if you get into podcasting or you've been podcasting for a while, I think eventually you kind of get to that point. We touched on it earlier. Andrew is our minutes person, fills out our Google Doc. He does a lot of the shit that you as the listeners don't get to see, but is absolutely vital to Kevin and I, especially, you know, when we're looking at how we edit or keeping us organized, that type of thing. Kevin, as we we mentioned earlier, just brings a lot of knowledge to the show, has had a shit ton of great ideas and was doing, God, probably 75, 80% of the like overall editing at this point. I think I've only... Out of 25 episodes, I think I've edited like four or five, and Andrew and Kevin have handled everything else. And I'm just like the producer kind of guy. I'm the one that posts the episode. If anything you see on social media is me. So if if you add us or anything, that's why I always say you can at me later. It's usually going to be me that's doing that. I like that we've fallen into our, our roles, as it were. I actually wouldn't mind getting back and doing some editing, so we'll see how that goes over the summer. You'll definitely know what episodes I edit because they will be shit, but uh, it'll be good shit. See, I've gotten to the point in editing now that I have a little selection of inserts that I'll add now, and it's just over time, just adding something that was a blooper originally or something funny or quirky. The very first episode that I did edit, Kevin said, by the way, this this episode <laughs> brought to you by Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm saving that. That's going to be my closer for every single episode. It's progressively gotten just more little fun stuff. When John had that one insert to basically be able to talk to you guys when it's, it was me and Kevin for a little bit, yeah, I, I kept his see ya. And then I added that at the end every time because he yeah. is a part of this, even whenever he wasn't able to record with us. So I was making sure that you guys remember that he's here because we certainly did not forget. But yeah, social media, that's John's baby. <laughs> I want nothing to do with that. I will help every now and again if I need to, but keep me behind the scenes. I am ugly. I am dumb. Keep me behind the scenes. Nothing to do with it. 
My wife doesn't let me on Twitter because it just makes me angry, and then I make her angry because of how angry I am at Twitter. Fair enough. I just look at like the top trending, and I'll click on something, and it just oh god, and it just fucking boils my blood. And I'm like, Joe, you believe this shit? Did you see about how with Elon trying to buy Twitter originally? I guess Twitter put out a survey or a poll or a study, a study that was saying that only about five percent of their accounts. And profiles and whatnot were spam, but I guess Elon ended up figuring something out and uh, doing another study and found out there was like more like twenty percent of all of Twitter's accounts and everything's are spam. And it's only a few million. Well, that's the point. So <laughs> he won't be getting as much bang for his buck. So then, a he's trying to figure out a way to renegotiate a price value because he's not getting as many people as accounts. B, who do you think will influence that? top trending topic that makes you upset your mama the spam accounts <laughs> i don't know but for some reason the top trending for the past month has been like legend of zelda cool what's going on with legend of zelda and i click on it it's just people talking about legend of zelda it's like well that's cool but where's my breath of the wild 2 news boy where's my short hair zelda true weigh myself before and after that mm. before what what <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the coolest things, just looking back over the last year, has been to realize for someone that loves playing games like I do, I didn't beat many games. I have beaten a good handful of games this past year, even though I don't get to talk about it as much on the podcast each uh, episode because, well, each episode, it doesn't really sound like much time has passed or I've been able to accomplish much. But for future content, I played and beat. Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, the first one, beat Tunic, It Takes Two, Final Fantasy 1, finally, <laughs> Witch Spring 3 on the Switch, that was a fun game, and uh, of course, talked about earlier, Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. Killing that backlog, man. <laughs> Picking away at it. <laughs> Andrew, what have you been playing this week? Genshin Impact and Warzone? <laughs> Basically. You talk about a backlog, half of those games came out this past year. Yeah, man. I'm just nipping them off as they're like being stacked on the top of the list. I remember when Uncharted and Final Fantasy 1 came out this year, it blew everyone away. <laughs> if you added the games that Andrew and I have finished over a year and then multiplied them by five, Kevin still beats us <laughs> with Final Fantasy. In total, in total <laughs> games finished solely because of Final Fantasy. I told Andrew I think I'm ready for another RPG. I don't know what I'm going to play, though. I told him I might play Earthbound. I don't know. But I've beaten quite a bit. John, uh, you've beaten quite a bit, too. Yeah, I've had a a few. Beat Hades. I was actually just playing that again earlier today. I think I was at like 39 total runs or something at the time that I beat it. God, that game is so good. I I was playing that a lot earlier at the beginning of, of this year. I beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. More on that coming up later. That might be a an episode or topic that the three of us discuss once you two play it. I got some shit to say about that game. That's all I'm going to say. Some some good, some bad. That's all I'll say. Um, beat Tunic, beat Ghost of Tsushima. Tunic's good. Some things I got to say about that that aren't as good, though. Definite stay tuned for that, because that episode will be coming sooner rather than later. Ghost of Tsushima, you guys already know. Fucking love that game. That game was awesome. You played and beat Last of Us 2 again, didn't you? 
I did. I was trying to put games I'd played for the first time and actually beat. So, but yeah, Last of Us Part Two. Did again. you beat Forbidden West? I have not, dude. I I gotta say, I haven't I haven't picked it up in a few weeks because I was I was really cranking down on some homework. Previously mentioned on the show too, like knowing how much free time I have to play definitely dictates what game I play. And Horizon's a game where like if I have an hour or less to play, I'm not going to play it because I'd rather be sitting and engrossed in it for like two hours because i could spend that hour just traversing the map and not even doing anything (laughs) story-wise and just kicking the shit out of some robot dinosaurs or whatever i'd actually like to spend more time with it is what i'm getting at but now that school is done for me i definitely am going to be hopping back into it for sure huzzah yeah man so and as you all have probably heard and whatnot if you've been keeping track kevin did a year of final fantasy where he did 1 through 15, except for 11 and 14, because, you know, the... Because they're the online multiplayer games. That's why. Yeah. What'd you have? Devil May Cry 1 and 2, Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Yeah, I'm Metal Gear Solid. I haven't gotten to those yet. But then you also did two, Nick. Can't tell you how many times I beat Wheel of Fortune. Fucking crushing those motherfuckers. Bankruptcies or not. Was it Wheel of Fortune or uh, Jeopardy that had... Patrice. And every time you said her name, I had like How I Met Your Mother flashbacks when Robin would yell. Oh, yeah. Nobody asked you, Patrice. Yeah, that's the that's the chick from Jeopardy. We always play against the same two peop- two AIs. One of them's like Patrice, and she sucks. She goes into Final Jeopardy with like $1,000. I'm over there with 74000 I wager 1000 <laughs> Nah. <laughs> all in. Make it a true daily all in. Now, that's one thing that I do appreciate about this podcast was just like streaming it made me want to beat more games no matter how many games i play there's i feel like there's always something where i haven't played it yet like the uncharted series john talks so highly of yeah i feel like i've barely touched dragon quest series definitely breath of fire series just it's really cool to hear people talk about their favorite games because i'm like there's always something more to play that's it's fucking awesome, know, so, dude. I'm trying to beat all these games because I want to get to the next greatest thing. The backlog is never empty, <laughs> and that's that's what's cool about having a three person podcast is because we can all three recommend games and be like, oh shit, I'm putting that on my Game Pass list, or I'm gonna check that out on Steam or whatever. So yeah, the backlog is always full, my man. We've had a lot of fun topics, a lot of fun games. A lot of drinks had. A lot of drinks. Me, it was mostly beers and sours, but you know, I had those mixed drinks with my mint ice cubes that I was so fond of. The that mu- I got made fun the, of. The muddled ice cube mint. Well, what's funny is like, I think I can count at least three occasions one for me and twice for Kevin, where we had to remind you <laughs> that you had the mint ice cubes. <laughs> And then you'd be like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. Well, because it was such a consistent thing that you guys were like, oh, you drink it with your mid ice cubes again? <laughs> and you yeah. weren't. Yeah. Well, I was, and then I didn't do it for a long time, and it's like, shit, <laughs> they're buried in the freezer. I forgot about them. Need to go on Let's them. go out back and muddle something else. I am thankful that I have uh, two really good liquor stores right by me, and so- when I did beer on the show or have done beer for the show that I was kind of mostly sticking to local stuff, stuff brewed right outside of where I live here in Baltimore. 
or just other places around Maryland. I've also I've done I think two or three beers from Flying Dog, which is out in Frederick, uh, about an hour or so from me. Did some stuff from Delaware, so kind of just trying the like local, a lot of the local scene as far as the brews go. Then also just kind of making my own drinks here at home has been fun too. Trying to convince the wife that like we need to update and get some more uh, liquor in the liquor cabinet. <laughs> it's been good. I, I remember uh, Andrew was not a huge fan of my homemade uh, Long Island iced tea from like 19 episodes ago. <laughs> he was like, I'm getting fucking nervous about your description. I think that was actually for the Halloween episode. I think I called it like my Frankenstein monster of a Long Island. It wasn't nearly what a Long Island should be. It, it's been cool to just get some beers and, and, and share them. Tried a lot of good shit. Kevin is a 90-year-old man at heart, <laughs> so anything that can be drunk on a boat or uh, in a friggin' cigar lounge is what Kevin's normally going to have. <laughs> yeah, I usually have the shit ready to go. I have like a little bar book that my wife got me, and I can just open it up and be like, oh, that sounds pretty good. And usually I have the ingredients already at home, ready to mix it up. I haven't shown you guys my bar. My bar's... Pretty loaded. Nice. Yeah. I've got like three or four of each liquor that you can think of. Except for tequila. I've got some Patron down there, but I don't drink tequila, so that's more for someone else. (laughs) Kimmy. (laughs) That's for someone else. I'll add it with my mint cubes. (laughs) No, you fucking, they're in the back of the fridge. I don't want you to have to hassle yourself to get them. So I think the best way to probably put an end to this episode I want to ask my my two esteemed co-hosts here if they have a uh, favorite moment or favorite episode that uh, sticks out to them over the first year of this goofy little podcast that we did. I think we pretty much all could guess what the blooper is, but I want to know, like, favorite moment, non-blooper, or favorite episode. You know what? I think my favorite episode was the speedrunning one. It was mostly like a QA and a for me. So it may seem yeah. like I'm just, you know, love hearing myself talk, but I, I love talking and doing speedrunning. So it was really fun to talk about that with you guys. That one was fun because it was something that I have only heard about a little bit. I didn't know enough, but I was very interested in finding out more from someone who's done it firsthand instead of just trying to like, Google it and be like, oh, speedrunning's where you play the game fast. (laughs) Gee, thanks. Glad I could help. (laughs) (laughs) I got two that stick out for me. I think it's a tie for me between the Halloween episode. I think we freaking killed it. I thought that was a really good episode. And it actually shows in the listenership. It's one of our more highly listened to episodes. Then we got to share our, our stories of some Halloween memories and then just some freaky-ass things that have happened in video games to us or with us in games. So that that was a good one. And then I think the Final Fantasy episode where we kind of got to interview you, Kevin, like Andrew and I just got to take turns kind of talking to you about your journey through Final Fantasy over last year, I think was uh, another one for me. A lot of laughs and just a lot of good, good knowledge because I, I had not played a lot of those games so getting a perspective of of games that I've yet to play within that series was was good for me but I think it was a culmination of a lot of the things that we do as a show coming together where we get to talk about a topic just bounce off of one another and be funny interject every now and again and stuff and it was 
I think that was one of the episodes that I can say probably flowed the best. I really dig that one. Andrew, was your answer the speedrunning one as well? Or were you thinking of another one? There were a lot of them that I did like. It's hard to really pull one in particular. I also liked the Halloween episode. I liked the speedrunning and just being able to interview Kevin and get that first-person perspective off of that. I liked our favorites, favorite video game characters, as well as their favorite years in gaming. Because it was such a wide variety of characters as well as releases that really shown more of our characteristics and who we are and what we enjoy with gaming. Even the, the favorite characters that we had, yes, they may be from one original game, but they probably spanned several games or different series because they were picked up and yeah. they were so admired. And the same with the years in gaming. There was just so many different things that was very encompassing. I mean, because you're not going to get just two first-person shooters released in 98 or 2004. Oh, well, one strategy game released in this year. Like, no, there was a wide variety of different styles of games. Some years were definitely more of a hit than others. And I think you just touched on what I think is like the coolest aspect of what our show is we have overlap as far as games that we've played but there is not a lot of overlap in the overall likes and dislikes for games there's games that i play and i like that you guys are like eh, whatever and same same thing for for both of you you're going to get three distinctive and very different opinions on a lot of different things between the three of us just because of experiences and the games that we play or systems we own or have owned and that type of thing like i love the diversity that comes with the three of us i think it's that's my favorite thing agreed touche so ladies and gentlemen i think we're gonna call it a night for this episode because we are closing in on midnight as of this recording so thank you guys for just listening and supporting us and being there for for the last 25 episodes Thank you for listening to this one. We're celebrating our one-year episode. I couldn't be happier with where we're at, what we're doing, and where we're going to go. I'm excited to see how many more people we can get into our community. If you want to reach out to us, Twitter, Instagram, VGL underscore podcast, you know. And uh, you can also reach us on the network website, which is creativebraincandy.com. You can also go to that same website, forward slash discord, if you want to join the discord. Uh, get some direct access to all three of us. And um, fellas, any parting words? No, none of this wouldn't have been possible without John's initial thoughts and viewers like you. Listeners, maybe? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Nah, it's a big bag on what Andrew said. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for... You know, word of mouth, we have grown since we first started this thing. We're not planning on going anywhere anytime soon. John, I think you had a goal in mind of 50 episodes, I think is what you said you at least wanted to hit before we call it quits. Not that we're going to call yeah. it quits at 50, just right. we're not going to quit 
until we hit 50. Anything yeah. past that is just extra gravy on the uh, the potatoes. I have topics ready. They're documented. We got more stuff coming, ladies and gentlemen. Fret not. Even some different style episodes coming down the pike as well, but don't worry. We will let you know what's happening when it happens. Going to sign off here. Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen and support us. We love you, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. And here we go. I don't have it written down. You can't ask me things on the spot. We've talked about this. God damn it. It's not on my fucking Google Docs. How am I supposed to know? All right. So, like, my schedule's sket. Is my schedule is set? In oh, that, that drunken like, Palmer's getting to you. The drunken Palmer's getting to me. I'm in the ghetto trying to order chicken, and they can't even do it right because they don't want to. <laughs> Dang. That, that's that's my rant. <laughs> There's our blooper. I'm bringing them all up so that they're eventually in order. So skip around, find what you want. No, Talk you're bringing it. something up. Six to midnight, baby. Boing. I was like, it is not six to fucking midnight, you crazy son of a bitch. Uh, um, It was a boner joke, Kevin. Is it the midnight cubes or the Nuva ring? <laughs> Gross. It's fucking six to midnight, man. Whose dick goes straight up? Happy birthday to <laughs> us. Hey, you can't do that. That's copyrighted. Oh, we will get bad. stricken for that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Editor's note. <laughs> All good. No, fuck it. We'll leave it in. I don't care. <laughs> we'll leave it in. We're not. We're not. We're not big enough fish in the pond yet to even <laughs> be sanctioned. <laughs> so. Mine's like 6 to 10, 10.30. Goes to the left. I got to look at my clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's not up there. <laughs> Boy, howdy if it fucking Holy was. Shit. I mean, you can like, uh, when you flex your Kegel, I could probably get to 10.30, but only for like that one second where it goes. <laughs> Otherwise, what is it? Just looking at you? Straight nine, man. Fucking that's you can that single eye snake. I use I use it as a level length kit. (laughs) (laughs) So whenever you uh when you have to pee while you're hard, do you lay on it like a dolphin? Mm -mm. Nah, man. Fucking, it's like a. What do you go like straight ninety degree triangle? Hand on the wall, feet all the way at the tub. Nah, just fucking. I don't have an ACL, so my knees just go backwards. Oh. Oh, so you can just ostrich it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm thankful that there's a wall right next to my toilet. So if I need any help, I'm just I'm leaning help. up against help. it like the fucking. Who are you? Fonzie. Who are you calling to help? Yeah, you dehydrated? You pissing so much? If no, if if I got a fucking morning water or something, oh. and I just I don't feel like. <laughs> Standing on my own two feet if I want to lean on something to oh. support my weight. Lean I was like, how me. is she helping? Is she getting rid of the morning wood or is she holding it? I was confused. Hey, man. 
And then you got to worry about the two streams. It becomes a fucking thing. Then you just have an extra bucket to the side. Who's got an extra bucket in these times? Have you seen gas? Thanks, Biden. (laughs) That'll be at the very end. (laughs) This episode edited by Andrew. Thanks, Biden. (laughs) No joke, man. Fucking California put up a fifth digit, or I'm sorry, a fourth digit for fucking just in case it goes up to 10 bucks. Oh, God. Could you imagine? There's trucks that don't get fucking 10 miles to the gallon. You're paying more for a, a buck a gallon. I'm sorry, a bunk a mile. By the way, this episode brought to you by Andrew. <laughs> <laughs>